Blog Talk Radio. It's that time again, folks. Broadcasting live with his tin cans and a brand new string from a top old smoky. It's Ben, the king of wiener slingers, with a fancy co-host with important guests and the best answers a third grade education can buy. All for you. Sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association, Ben'sCarts.com, Whiskey by the Jug and Donuts. You are so in for a treat today. But if I told you now, I'd have to kill you. So stay tuned. Ben's as nervous as a long-tailed cat in a room full of rocking chairs. Stand by. He's downing his last glass of liquid courage. And he'll be live in 30 seconds. Want to save even more money? Build your own professional hot dog cart. Save over $1,000. Buildacart.com. Buildacart.com. Hey, folks, I hope you're doing great tonight. I'm glad you joined us. We have a lot of people over on the chat lines, more people listening live. And we've got people all over the world. Um, this is exciting. UK, um, heck, we've got somebody in Saudi Arabia and um, Pakistan. So, anyway, I'll um, put on my best English accent so everybody can understand me. And we'll, I'm trying not to use any Tennessee grammar. And we'll get started. I wanted to um, welcome Rob to the show. Rob, um, you there? I sure am. Well, Rob, have you have you seen all this new stuff? I bet I bet I got fifty, sixty emails from from vendors about this twenty seven dollar hot dog at the Texas Rangers are serving. Saw it. Saw it. Saw it. Uh, I did. And um, it's funny you mention that. My when I first started in the hot dog business and all my research, right? Looking at your site, looking at this. I found I stumbled across this thing, and I, I was I was thinking about doing it myself. Uh, I thought it was kind of a neat concept, novel idea. But um, there was somebody that made the world's most expensive hot dog, and I found the article when I was doing all my hot dog research. And it was like a I don't know a fifty, sixty, seventy dollar hot dog, mm-hmm. and it had like truffle. It was like seared in truffle oil, and the um, it had, like, I don't know, some kind of fancy cheese on it and all this other stuff. It was a gimmick is all it was. And some restaurant had it or some ball team or I forget what it was. It was like 60 or $70 for a freaking hot dog. So I kind of see the – but did I see the, the one at the Rangers. It's a big hot dog. It's a two-foot so hot dog. Added, yeah, it's a two-foot hot dog. So there's at least some added value. This right here was more of a gimmick. It was a regular-sized hot dog with some truffles, you know, sprinkled over it or whatever, and it was uh, – uh, like I said, about sixty bucks. So it's kind of a novel idea. It's kind of neat. Um, at least a twenty-seven hot dog can be shared with at least two, three people, maybe at least. Or so one me. Neat. Yeah. Um, the um, I, you know, a couple of weeks ago they had a somebody had sent me a link to a hot dog. I think it was in Canada, and it had escargot on it and you name it. But it was a hundred dollars. Hundred dollar yeah, hot kind dog. Of the same concept that I saw one time. And it, that was ridiculous. It was a normal size hot dog, pretty much. You know, it was like a six or eight inch hot dog. It wasn't anything two foot, 
But um, apparently um, it made waves for the Texas Rangers um, because many of the links I received were different links. Um, right. And so it there was plenty of stories on it. I posted it over there at the Facebook page at Facebook forward slash Ben's Carts. And then I um had, I posted something else, and I don't know if you saw it, but that company that's doing the IKEA-style hot dog, and they have a, a just, one, just a kick butt marketing system. They, you know, if you've ever been into an IKEA store, they yep. their instructions are all pictures, you know, and it right. gives you this like um, picture tree how to put stuff together to get to the finished product, and it's all I'm little line up. drawings. Oh yeah, it's line drawings. It's nothing fancy, and but it works for them. And they even add a little comedy into it. But um, the you know, like the Chinese instructions you get when you're putting together your kids' toys on Christmas Eve or something, those end well, up, then, um, uh, ha- you know, Chinglish. having comedy in it without you even wanting it there. Um, yeah, it's got Chinglish. Yeah, Chinglish, and and it you know it says <laughs> um, to put six screws here, and they send you two screws. So anyway, th- this hot dog company, and you can go look it up in the links over at um, at the Facebook page and and check it out but it's a neat way they did it they show one the hot dog is fairly expensive because they're there it's their swedish hot dog and it does have salmon roe on it um roe and um mm-hmm. is a nice way of saying um eggs or sperm yeah. if it's male or female right. salmon and right. so you get that on top of your hot dog and it's a neat little design. They show you how they put it together, but they followed the IKEA plan, and then they show a hot dog on somebody's head, and they've got an X on it for don't do it this way, and then one going in somebody's mouth for the correct right. way. <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, the Let's see how quick Brian Shores can find the IKEA one and post it he up. Found on the, well, he found the other one. He uh, found the Texas Rangers. Brian is amazing. Yeah. I, I can say something before I'm done with the sentence. The link's up on the, on the chat line. Yeah. Um, uh, I love it. Yeah, like, my wife thought I was a little silly yesterday. You know, I want to do that because there's somebody that will do it. Somebody will pay for it just to say they ate a $40 hot dog. You know what I mean? Just some people are that mm-hmm. way, especially if they've been drinking. And, you know, it's like I've got the, the world's most expensive or Winston-Salem's most expensive hot dog or whatever, and it's twenty nine ninety nine. And they love bragging, hey, I spent $30 on a freaking hot dog last night, um, just to say they did it. So I'm not beyond people doing crazy stuff or whatever, uh, and it's kind of a marketing gimmick, and it works, I think. And, you know, say, oh, yeah, we got the plain old hot dog for two seventy five up to twenty seven ninety five. dollars So it's kind of neat. Uh, if anybody can come up with something odd, different, whatever, um, to get your name out there to – Say, hey, this guy's got this crazy hot dog I saw. And they always remember that stuff. <laughs> you know? And they may not remember oh, yeah. you or exactly maybe your name, but, oh, yeah, there's a guy that sits up down there at so-and-so. He's got a $50 hot dog. You ain't going to believe it. But his regular, I just couldn't get to one of those. My ball one his regular hot dog. It was real good. Uh, and they remember, oh, you're the guy with the $50 hot dog. So I think it's neat. I think, you know, it's, it's got its place, and I think it does work when you have something uh, like that. So... Yeah, and I think if you once you got going, you know, we had Biker Jim on a couple of weeks ago, and he somebody like him that has a a large following or um, Pocono or um, Hot Dog Mike, those those probably have a big enough following they could add something like that, and people would be proud. Eat our seven pound dog and get a shirt, 
you know, right. and they got to pay twenty nine ninety five to get the hot dog. And that's kind of what these steak restaurants do around here. You know, you got to eat right. this yep. huge steak, and you get your picture on the wall. And they just made a buttload of money selling you the steak. Yeah, um, I mean, you could even do some kind of crazy hot, spicy hot dog with certain, you know, habanero peppers, and you know, if you can finish it, you get a free T-shirt, and your, you know, name signed on my card or something, or you know, whatever you do, or on my umbrella. Um, so yeah, I mean, you know, charging twenty bucks for it or nineteen ninety five to get a T-shirt, and you still made ten or twelve dollars on the deal after paying for the T-shirt and everything. Yes, I mean, there's all kinds of things that people can do. Um, but yeah, I've seen the steak. Uh, usually, what are they? About two pound steaks, four pound steak kind of things. I don't think I remember seeing one at Myrtle Beach one time like that. It's like um, two pounds or something, four pounds worth of steak. Yeah, yeah, I've seen them. Um, I've, there was one in Atlanta. There's there's one here in Tennessee. But the um, the other thing I posted up on the wall, somebody had sent me, and was this um, police officer in uniform slinging hot dogs got fired apparently there's more to that story there was some disciplinary actions in the past i don't know the um ins and outs of them but i was um <laughs> at first i was a little um ticked that they would find because he was working you know his hot dog cart in uniform but i can i can kind of understand i mean you have to have rules and stuff but um, the sad part, the message of that whole thing to me was, is the fact that a police officer in the U.S. had to be supplementing his income. And right. that ticked me off. Um, and I don't want to go on a rant, but it, 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 it made me upset that he would have to. And it's sad that they're not paid the way they should. We have a uh, a police officer that um, works a hot dog cart out in Texas. And um, super nice guy, and I just, you know, I think teachers and police officers should be paid more. Um, and, and the, um, you know, when I started, you know, I have a law enforcement background. I, my family was in law enforcement. And when I started at one of the sheriff's offices um, here locally in, in 1991, 92, I guess, 91. Man, I was just 12 then. Yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> and uh, um, the pay back then, which was not all that long ago in the grand scheme of things, but it was uh, eighteen five, eighteen thousand five hundred dollars a year was starting pay for a road deputy in nineteen ninety two ninety three. Right now, eighteen five. Can you believe that? That's um, yeah. it's unreal. That and for the most part, I know that over here. In Sevier County, um, I want to say the sheriff's department starts off right at twenty. New guy, fresh out of school. Wow! And and you're below poverty starting work. Right. So, um, I think most departments around here, even sheriff sheriff's department, typically pay less than your municipal municipality uh, agencies, and they typically are in that. Uh, 28 to 32 range, on up to 36. 28 to 36 is probably the the a, the, the, the range in, in starting salary for most sheriff's office, police departments in this area. You get into larger agencies, Charlotte and places like that, it's a little, obviously much more. But smaller departments, yeah, it's in that uh, low to mid 20s range. I had to say. Uh, so, 
Yeah, not a lot of money in law enforcement. You don't get into it for the money, as they say. Uh, you get into it uh, because you like it. Now you now I can hear you better. Um, and some of the people were, com- you know, complaining on the um, chat line that they could barely hear you. Um, oh, okay, sorry. Okay, I must uh, got away from my mic. The um, I want to talk about Brian. Can you hear me now? Much clearer and louder. <laughs> He's yelling at me. Thanks. Hold on two seconds for me. All right, there it is. Have you seen it? LearnHotDogs.com has one-on-one training. You can pick a vendor nearest you and get help and even get hands-on experience on a real card. Simply click on the link, one-on-one training, at the top of the blog. Y'all need to check out that one-on-one training. It's it's pretty neat, and some people are are using it to their advantage. There's um, some vendors making some money off of it. There's there's new vendors getting in that have questions, need help, and they can call someone in their area. Um, we're hoping the list grows and grows. And if you haven't checked that out, check it out. It doesn't cost you a thing. I I provide it free, and you can make what you want. I mean, I'd hope that you would be fair and and be kind to others, but. Um, if somebody wants to come spend a day on with a you know on your cart, um, Rob, what would you charge? Like if you were just average Joe working your hot dog cart and you had put yourself on one on one to let somebody come do that. I've heard some vendors are charging three to four hundred bucks, but they'll give you three to four hundred dollars worth of darn information over that day. Yeah, I mean it varies. Me personally, I I typically charge a hundred bucks. Um, and that, you know, I, I, I kind of let you come out and kind of see how I start my day a little bit. And, you know, I ain't going to spend eight or 12 hours with you, but I'll, I'll spend a solid four or five hours on the cart with you. Plus, you know, maybe an hour or so. And then you can free to ask any questions or whatever during that time. You know, normally I yeah, tell but- about a hundred bucks a trip, but it just depends on really what I got going on. Um, because in defense of vendors that do allow that, it really slows up your day. Um, and it does take away from, you know, your day and you're having to do it. And I don't mind helping people out. That's why I participate on this show here and, um, you know, that kind of thing. But, you know, 100 bucks a day is kind of what I charge. If they want to do it a couple of days, fine, you know, whatever. I've had a guy that came in and spent the night, and he did it two days in a row. So it just depends. But normally about 100 bucks a day is what I charge. Well, that that's super fair. Um, I thought even the three or 400 were fair. Um, just because of what it takes up, like you just mentioned, it you know it slows your day down. You're answering questions. Um, obviously, you're going to be giving some of your tips and tricks away just in the act right. of doing your job for the day. And not that that's a bad thing, because you know you're helping the greater good. It's you know I've had vendors worry about. Well, what if he sets up near me? Well, what if he does? How many Jiffy stores do you have on your street? You know, convenience right. stores. Um, it, it just doesn't matter. You're you're only going to serve so many people a day, typically, and that's it. And and having a vendor down the road is probably not going to affect you in the least. It may even make your business better. So, depending on what you're offering and what you're doing, it it makes people feel more comfortable when they see more than one. Um, sometimes, and they get used to it. Um, I know in my area, people would go, what in the heck is that? People had never seen a hot dog cart um, when I set up. Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, you know, I do consulting in the vending industry, and, you know, I charge 100 bucks an hour to do that. 
Um, so, you know, in the grand scheme of, of three to four hundred dollars, if that's what a vendor wants to charge, to me, I'm like you, it's still a very fair price because I don't think people realize the value they get when they are getting hands-on education with a car, with an experienced vendor, you know, the tips, tricks, how to set your stuff up, how you steam this, how you cook this, you know, all those little tidbits of information that saves them time and money, uh, it, whatever they spend. Let's say they spend $400 for a day, you know, say eight hours, and, and it's roughly down to $50 an hour of what they've paid a vendor to come out and kind of go through whatever with them, maybe even go to their commissary while they're packing up or this, that, and the other. And, and go through the day and even go through the process of unpacking everything and packing it up and understanding all that and what all it takes. Fifty bucks an hour, you save so much time. I mean, I show guys all the time how I do things with, you know, totes and why you just there and space, saving space in your car or what to buy, what not to buy. You can literally, a, a good person that's got the experience can save you a lot more than $400 you spent spending the day with them on their card, I can promise you. So, in fairness, you know, again, last, you know, hundred bucks to four hundred bucks a day is definitely in the fair range. You're right. I mean, it's definitely fair. Well, it's something y'all can take advantage of if you go to learnhotdogs.com. Um, at the top of the page, there's some links, and one is called one-on-one training. Read that. Email me if you want to be added. It doesn't cost a thing. If you decide later you don't want to do it, um, just let me know, and I'll remove you. Um, I wanted to discuss, somebody had mentioned already on the chat line, and, and if y'all are wondering, um, for some reason I can't chat. Um, I can't, my cursor doesn't show up in the bar, and I've tried everything, and if I reset it, it's going to log all of y'all off, I think. And so I don't want to do that. But somebody had asked in the chat line about, or, or said something about how people are negative when they hear about them going into the hot dog cart business. And that's something we've discussed before, Rob, but it it is a fact that, I mean, I had family that thought I was absolutely nuts. They said, one, what it, where do you do that? Because we don't have hot dog carts in East Tennessee. It's rare. Right. And then right. they thought, you're going to sell hot dogs and make money? And who's going to stop and get a hot dog? Right. And I was serving, you know, within a couple weeks, I, w- I had the courthouse girls coming up, getting a hot dog cart, and I was, you know, on the outskirts of the city limits, and they were coming all the way up to this tire shop where I set up and getting hot dogs. And right. so, um, and they would order for 8 or 10 or 12 or 15 people. And so, to those naysayers, the reason you're even looking into this is because you're a type A personality. I like to use that, Deb uses that a lot with the Food Vendor Association. And that is... Those people, the yous out there, um, you're the ones that are the the ones that make things happen. And so, don't be discouraged. Um, look them in the eye and say, "I appreciate your support," and or "I would appreciate your support," and move on. And then prove them wrong. And most of them will be happy to be proved wrong. Most of them are doing it out of fear that you're going to lose your butt. And they love well, you, and they don't want to see you get hurt. You know, I said we've talked about this on the show before, and I, you know, I tell the same thing. My wife said, "Hot dogs? Tell her, are you crazy?" You know, and I hear that constantly from a lot of different people uh, that are trying to get in it, and they say, "Hey, my wife thinks I'm crazy," or whatever. And you know, the, the, what I and what I stress about the hot dog business that I like, and I've looked at, oh god, hundreds of businesses 
over my time and this and that. And, um, one thing that I like, Ben, is um, the fact that uh, the return on your investment is so quick in this business. And if you buy your cart right, I don't care if you buy it new, you're hardly ever going to lose a ton of money. And I don't care if you bought the cart, two months later decided this wasn't for you or you got offered the biggest job in the world, you can sell that cart not much less than what you paid for it. Because most people don't want to deal with shipping and stuff. So you might lose a 1000 bucks. Now, if you take that same cart and you actually worked it for two months and then had to sell it, you didn't lose any money. You right. may have actually made some money if you had the right location within that two months. And then this some awesome job making six figures, all these benefits, and company car came around, and you did get some kind of deal like that, and you had to sell your car or wanted to sell it, you're not going to lose that much money. Um, you know, you're talking about the people coming to uh, your location, uh, the courthouse girls and all that. You know, I, you know, you know my little situation. I've moved from a nighttime spot to a daytime spot that I'm trying to do some experimenting with. And I get people stop by there all the time that literally just pulled in because they saw my umbrella. I had one girl the other day, uh, she pulled in. She said, you know what, I didn't know what I was going to do about supper. She said, I was riding down. She said, I had to turn around because I got past you. I realized that there was a hot dog cart down here. And she said, I turned around. I'm sure glad you're here. Uh, she said, I wasn't sure what I was going to do about supper. And she said, uh, I wanted me a good hot dog when I saw that uh, umbrella. So she had no, she was not planning on going to, the, the facility I was at, she just wanted to come in and get a hot dog. Um, so it happens all the time, like you say, that people uh, see that cart. I've had repeat customers. They'll come in and buy a hot dog, and they'll come back to that location two days later and say, hey, I'm glad you're here. I, I went by yesterday. You weren't here. Um, so you can build up business quickly in this in this business. And it's people can say what they want. People can doubt it. Uh, again, my wife being one of those doubters and some of my other family members. But now I've got fa- same family members that doubted me. Uh, you know, eight months ago, they were like, hey, what's the deal with this hot dog cart business? You know, <laughs> you should be doing pretty good with that. How hard is it to get into? Uh, you know, so I hear that now. Um, so I'm just telling people, if you've got the right ambition, don't uh, don't be scared to jump right in there and get started with it. Hey, if y'all are on the um, chat line and, and you think I'm ignoring you, I'm not. Um, I can't. I can't text. I can put a picture up, but I can't type anything. I don't know what's going on with it. Um, <coughs> well, um, let's. Um, I, I do have a question. Somebody asked. Uh, they sent me a, a, a private message on here. It said that they had um, went to their oper- talked to the city about operating and needing a commissary, and they said, we don't think so. The state laws, though, say they do. Um, What you really have to do is go on what the state health inspector is going to tell you. He's the boss over you, regardless of the rules. Even if he says, um, you know, absolutely you can serve cheese. Even though the rules may say no, um, you're good to go until he changes his mind or somebody replaces him. And, And I have that exact situation happened with cheese because I was serving cheese in the beginning and then I was told I couldn't anymore when they changed on me. So um, I hope that answered your question. If it didn't, just um, message me again and I'll try to be more specific with it. We have, um, we have, I want to give an update, but I want to um, cut to a break real quick, Rob. Did you already take care of your um, your um, lottery tickets? Oh, yeah. I got that taken care 
All right. All right. Hold on just a second for me, and uh, we'll be right back. After the show, head on over to Ben'sCards.com forward slash book. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at Ben'sCards.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Cards Facebook page. Hey, folks. Hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at Ben'sCarts.com, with cards starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Cards Radio Show. You know, for those um, listening on the show, there every every time we do this, there's several hundred listening, and then there's several hundred more that listen the following few days. And we have um, quite a few in the chat room. But if you'd like to get in the chat room, just um, I don't know what you do, but um, there should be something on your page if you're on Blog Talk Radio and not called in listening that you should be able to get into and do that. Um, also, I wanted to discuss um, Mobile Food Vendor Association, which is one of our sponsors for the show. Um, this show does not make money, so don't don't think that um, you know I've got some ploy here making money. Um, but they are helping to pay and cover the fees to be on Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio has a free, free platform, and then they have a several pay platforms depending on the number of people. Well, we got to the number of people that we had to get into their second tier pay platform. Otherwise, there would have been people that wouldn't have got to listen to the show live or call in or do anything. So um, I want to thank Mobile Food Vendor Association. I also want to say that Mobile Food Vendor Association has, if you haven't been to their site, it's my MFVA. I think we have the director in the chat room. Her name is Deb. If you haven't met her, met, met her yet, say hi. Um, she is a valuable resource to vendors everywhere. Um, we have a marketing um, guru, and we um, it, it's getting better. It's it's coming. And what I was told is that they have secured um, I, I, they secured a manufacturer of a food product um, and a credit card company that's going to give cut, cut rates and free equipment and the phone, Jimmy, Higgy, doesn't matter what phone you have, you'll still be able to use it all and all, that, all that's coming and you'll be able to have that amount soon, I hope. I hope. Um, um, as soon as, as soon I know, I know, I will like all know, and, and um, um, so there's so some there's some new stuff, stuff coming. Those hey, things, yeah, yeah. yeah. On your string again. You know what? It came in hand on me early, early. You were talking, I was getting it. You know, this scratchy feedback. Um, the um, let me. Can you hear me? It's got the echo thing again. Yeah, it's got the echo with the static deal. So. We're, uh, normally, folks, it doesn't take real. I don't know if I'm sounding this. Do I sound the same way, folks? If I do, let me know. Um, Brian, somebody, do I sound the same way Ben does or not? I don't. Let's see. Anybody? Hey, I want to. Getting clear. Okay, I wanted to say that um, I got. Uh, 
this other this other person just messaged me about that same issue, and he said, you know, do I do I still need to go through well, what the state regulations say? Um, no. As far as here's who you go through, regardless of what rule says what, the person that is approving your cart, the person that your health of inspector, that person is the person that's going to tell you yes or no on a commissary or not. There are vendors in Tennessee, some of my friends, that don't have to have a commissary. I have to have a commissary because the state law says I do. But my health inspector knew that rule. Well, some county inspectors don't know don't know it or go they see the four sinks on your cart and they go oh heck you don't even need a commissary boy you'll be fine you just go right ahead and they let you go with it and i've got a lady over in um, cumberland plateau area and she told me that her health inspector said she can keep her stuff at home in her freezer and fridge so um go figure um i wouldn't argue it you know if he doesn't bring it up i wouldn't either and I hope that answers your question better. Um, I would just go with whoever's approving you's advice on that one. Um, let's um, – um, um, I wanted to tell you all um, something real quick, and, and Rich, Richard just um, reminded me. Um, Rob, can you hear me Okay. Rob's not even there. How's that for a fancy system? Let me figure out why Rob's not there. Rob, are you okay. there? Okay. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can yeah, hear I you now. I hear you now. I was trying I to send a text to a guy that called me. I was just, I'm not smart enough to run a smartphone just yet. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm with you. Um, when I need something new on my phone pulled up, my kids come show me. Um, Richard, you got a, a good a good thing I wanted to bring up. There we put on the blog um, about a company that was forming, and they needed to do a test market. They contacted me and said, would you mind telling people we want to get a feel of how many people would be interested? I told them that they would get inundated as far as they would get more than they knew what to do with. They, I don't think, believed me, and um, they said, listen, we're days away, really. It could be a month, maybe, of us getting up and running, but we want to get an idea so that we can tell our investors, hey, we have this many people. Well, from what I understand of it now, they have already approved um, people, but they have limited funds, which means they don't have enough funds to approve everyone. And so some of you should have already been contacted and told because they contacted me today. I was a little perturbed, and I don't want to you know, stick my foot in my mouth, but I was a little perturbed because I don't want my name on anything, and I don't want to steer anybody wrong. Um, I do know that they're vendors, and I have talked with them over the last year and before they did this. So I know about them, and I know enough about them I wasn't worried about that. And I'm still not worried. I just wished it would have been a little more clear that, hey, we're going to only be able to take 10 people or 15 or 5 or whatever they took. Um, because I've had some people email me and go, listen, they told me to wait, that it would be a while. And so – just know that we're still working on stuff. I posted a link today on Facebook um, for Kiva, and it's K-I-V-A, and it's something that I donate to 
um, it's like a little, it's like micro loans. And there's, if you go to Kiva, K-I-V-A dot org, they're a nonprofit organization. You can find out who their sponsors are or who their partners are. Look up partners and find the ones that are in the U.S. You can separate it by the U.S. sponsor. Uh, yeah. And separate those out and go to their sponsor pages. You, If you are in a bind and need to get a loan, an easy loan, they do them. And they raise the money from people all over the world. And you get this very, very, very low interest loan that's paid back very slowly according to your terms, okay, whether you can do it or not. And it may be an option for someone that is needing to get a hot dog cart that has no money or all their money they're making today um, is paying for their bills tomorrow and they just can't seem to get ahead and they need to get into the business. I hope that one day I have the kind of money that I can help more people. And right now all I can do is talk to you and help you that way. Um, but one day I hope to have the money to be able to get people started. Um, the... Somebody mentioned that this other company was nine thousand a year or something for this the one that I put on the blog. I want to tell you um thanks for posting that Brian to Kiva um but I wanted to tell y'all just a little bit about that, and we've got a guest gonna come on the show, so i've gotta um I, I've gotta hurry this up, but we have um let me give you an idea. I even tell you in my book and I even tell you on my videos. If I had at one time gobs of carts out, I think we got up to 21 carts out at one time that were um, leased out. And some of those carts I was leasing for 50 to to $100 a day, depending on what I provided them. Did I provide them all the licensing and everything, and they got to keep 100% of the profit except for the $100 a day fee? Yes. Well, that ends up being a 3000 a month income on a cart. Okay. And it's still not robbery if they don't want to buy a cart yet or they don't have the time to get their licenses done or don't want to deal with the red tape or, or, or. And there's people that want to do that. They want to go out and make good money. And they don't have a, you know, the, my first one ever was a college student, um, kind of like Stewart's situation. But Stewart was able to, you know, find a used cart cheap enough and go get it. Well, if you um, will follow their plan, I think it was nearly a um, whatever nine thousand a year or whatever. Uh, what is that? A thousand a month or seven fifty a month or something? That would give you um, a very cheap lease rate when you consider what they're giving you. They're just not leasing you a cart. I mean, you can go get a bank loan and get a better rate than that. I, I'm saying they're giving you the whole business plan. They help you get licensed, commissary. They, it's kind of a franchisee type deal from what I understand and everything they've explained. So it's more than just, here's your loan, buddy, buy your cart, and pay us seven fifty a month. It's way more than that. Um, if you find out different, please let me know, um, and, and I'll go after them um, because that's not how it was pitched. Um, or, you know, the, the hundreds of emails we've done exchanged with them. Um, I was trying to pitch, you know, bring that out to y'all for those that need help getting going, and I figured, crap, when I got in this business, I would have got in sooner had I had um, $1,000 and could have started right then. 
Um, instead, I had to wait two, three months to sell stuff on Craigslist and borrow money and, you know, robbed a couple convenience stores. And little by little, I got enough money. I'm kidding about the stores. Did you grow your well, hair out to rob the convenience store? Yeah, I grew both of them out um, <laughs> all the way down to my ears. And uh, <laughs> and I wanted to I, – I did that for a reason. I wanted to um, – I. Had I had the opportunity to do what they're offering, I'd have done it in a New York second because I wouldn't have done it long term. I'd have done it short term till I could afford to buy my own cart. And that's um, what they're doing basically. They've taken a, a, a common practice and extrapolated it but given you more for it. So I don't know that it's that bad of a deal if you look at the whole package. I don't know how much they've um, told about their package, but that was the deal there. Um, I know – Rob, that we have to um I've got a call to get um the the famous um Thunderdogs on the line and I would like to um if you have something that you would like to talk about um when we come back from commercial if you'll go ahead and take it from there cuz I won't be here I'll be muted um where I can get someone on the line. Can you do that for me? Uh I think I can handle it. <laughs> Sing us a song or something. I'm sure you can. You got all kinds. Yeah. All get another kind. glass lemonade, I think. <laughs> I can't carry a tune in a bucket, so you don't want me. You don't want me singing. <laughs> we'll be right back, folks. After the show, head on over to Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at Ben'sCarts.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Cards Facebook page. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at Ben'sCards.com, with cards starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Cards Radio Show. Well, we're back, and um, Rob, you didn't have to take that because I screwed up again, and um, I think I have um, Thunderdogs on the line. Um, I don't know what I did wrong, but he went right into the feed. Are you there? Yes. I tell you what, we we are just steps away from being syndicated um, because of our professionalism. Can you hear me now? I can hear you. Okay. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for Fox News to pick us up any day now. Yeah, they have to because I mean, <laughs> you look at the professionalism. Anybody that can go on hold on the show, come back, and you've got your caller, and you can't even talk to him. He's already in the live feed. So, <laughs> everybody, I'd like for you to welcome um, Thunderdog is here. Um, and hello from Texas. <laughs> He's in the great state of Texas, and he is. Is everything um, bigger in Texas? Absolutely. That's what I've been told. I hadn't, I hadn't witnessed it myself, but I've been told everything's bigger in Texas. You need to come down and take a bite. Well, uh, I, I, I'm going to come take a bite of some of your bass in those freshwater ponds you have. We pulled a nine pounder out this past weekend. Oh my gosh! Holy cow! 
big old black bass. Golly, that would be brilliant. Um, for y'all that don't know who Thunderdogs is, um, he got started in this business a while back and went big. He had been working an event for um, years, I think, if I remember correctly, but not in food. He was working the event, though. So he took his cart to the event right after getting it, and we put a blog post with pictures and everything, and he was kind enough to you know, share his secrets and stuff. And we're going to kind of go through that tonight. But he rocked it. I think there was six gallons of chili. Well, am I uh, right? Yes. Six gallons of chili. So, Thunderdog, tell us um, how you got started in the business or what, what made you get into the business. Well, basically, Ben, I wanted to retire. <clears throat> Uh, actually, I wanted to get out of the business I was in and do something different. And uh, I thought that selling hot dogs would be a good retirement. And it it definitely it definitely is. But you keep busy. Anyway, right. I sold my business and I, I took a part of the money and invested it in a hot dog cart I got from you. Um, I did a lot of research prior to doing that. I mean, I was all over the Internet, and I narrowed it down to two carts, and I, I really liked the one that you had. Basically, after talking to you, there's just no way I could have gone anywhere else. Um, you were just too nice and giving away too much. Well, I, I thank you for that, but um, y'all, people, I want you to know that, that don't let him fool you. Um, he, it was almost like him going to a scrap metal pile and getting a piece of steel and and calling it a hot dog cart. He bought a hot dog cart from us, and but he transformed that cart um, with all kinds of modifications and stuff. And he 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 has a brilliant mind. But I want you to tell us about this event. Tell us. I get calls, and Rob gets calls, and Deb gets calls, and we get posts on the blogs, and they say something similar to this. I have an event coming up, and there's such and such thousand people coming. Um, how many hot dogs do I need to bring? What hmm. would you say to somebody like that? Well, I would have to ask some more questions. Uh, what were you doing? What are you going to be doing prior to that event, and what do you have scheduled after it? That's going to kind of give you an idea about how much uh, inventory to take into it. Because um, basically, what are you going to be doing after it, and how how quick? Because if, if if you have another event following it, then you can overload, or you can buy more than you think that you're going to need, because you can take it right into another event. So that's pretty simple. But what what made this one such a success, and I don't know if it's being done in other states or even in other events. It's the only event I've found where this was occurring. Um, I guess I could say the name of the of the, the vendor. Cisco came yeah. to this event to all the food vendors, and we if we if you were not already buying from Cisco, then you got signed up and you got to buy from Cisco that night. And they would uh, they would take your order. Let's say that I thought I was going to sell 2,000 hot dogs. So they bring 2,000 hot dogs, 2,000 buns, and as many different kinds of condiments as I wanted, pickles, relish, onions, everything that they supply, the chili. And as I needed it at the cart, I would go to their truck 
and say, I need three more boxes of buns. I need four more boxes of weenies and take them back to the cart. If I did not use them that night, I took them back to the truck. I only paid for what I bought or for what I sold. Right. And so that, that to me, was, was an excellent idea as far as what Cisco did for us. Now, that's not always going to be um, available to you. I don't know. Maybe maybe some of your uh, your listeners and, and blog posters could could address. Maybe it happen, does happen in other places. If not, maybe you can put a bug in Cisco's ear or another food vendor's ear to do that at some of these big events. And some of these, uh, it sure some makes of these, it easy. Cisco will carry um, or order in something that you want that they may not carry on the regular list. Um, I do know that for a fact. Like if they if there's something particular you want and you can order enough of it to make them happy or enough at one time, even if it's only once, they mm-hmm. typically will order that in for you. Right. Well, this was like I said, this was a one time event or one time deal. I, I did become a Cisco customer after that. However, they are higher. I could find the products that I use um oftentimes um at a at a little bit lower cost. But when I'm going to, when I'm talking about dealing volume and not having to have not not having to manage my inventory, micromanage it, then uh, I'm I'm all about paying a few more cents for a hot dog because it's going to be moving. It's not right. going to sit anywhere. Well, so that's I'm basically how that that's basically been how I would answer that question with with additional questions. If again, if you have something that you're going to do after that event, then then buy more than you. Then buy well, as much as you think you can. Well, too though, for planning purposes, the question is is relative. It's relative to the the number of people expected at the event, the number of vendors, other food vendors expected at the event. It's relative to the location they give you at the event. Because if they give you a crappy location, you may not um, like. If all the food vendors are on the west end and they've got you over next to the porta potties, you're probably mm-hmm. not going to do so well. Absolutely. So, um, it does mean you can serve the crappy chili, but it's, you're probably not going to sell much of it. Um, well, there's another factor involved too, and that's how many hot dogs can you move in an hour. There you go. For for your as far as how much help you're going to have, correct? Right. How much help you're going to have? How how fast you can move them through your cart? Right. That yeah, became you know I was sitting there moving them as fast as I could move them. Um, uh, I, I would have had to have had some additional machinery, another boiling pot or something, to move them any faster. Right. So I, I actually came up with an idea and went and bought another cart to do a big event like that again. I would have two carts under the same tent. Well, I went. Um, I, I sent one of my carts on the back of one of those um, little bitty mini micro pickup trucks. We customized a cart for a company that was doing the Las Vegas Auto Fair, and they did over 60,000 hot dogs in two hours. Well, obviously, they didn't do that all off my cart um, just because it wouldn't handle that. And they had reams of people standing beside these pit burners, these, um, you know, like chili cookers, backyard fish fryers and Mm -hmm. stuff with big pots, and they were bulling hundreds and hundreds of dogs um, in each pot. And so, obviously, you have to look into that, what you can handle, what you're capable of. But if y'all go to 
the blog and you just type in the word Thunderdogs, you're going to find the article and pictures. Um, one of your lines, I think your son took, was enormous. Like you, But you had planned for it. What are some of the things you did knowing that you'd be in amongst a bunch of other vendors and fancy food trucks? What are the things you did to plan for that event as far as how would you know how much chili to bring? How would you know how many buns and or get an estimate? Well, on that on that first event, most of that was guesswork for me. Having having not done that large of an event or sold a hot dog uh, off of a cart, so right. I I guessed um, on some of that. Now some of the again some of your inventory you're going to be able to carry over, so I bought more than I needed, um, and and didn't sell it. But I had to plan for. I, I I went in it with the attitude that I'm going to sell as many hot dogs as I can. How am I going to move them? How am I going to move the hot dogs? How am I going to move the people fast enough to do what I as much as I can and not leave anything on the table? So right. I devised a way to move the people around my cart. I didn't have to take money, so I didn't have that inconvenience. I took tickets. Right, they that helps. Bought tickets at the gate or something. Yeah, they, they they everybody walked around with a handful of tickets and spent them wherever they wanted to, for for beer, for hot dogs, for drinks, or or any kind of food or anything that was out there. You, you traded a, a ticket that was valued at fifty cents or a dollar for the item, so you didn't have to make change and do all of those things, which take time. Um, if you did and you were doing that, then you're going to have to have a person to handle that kind of a crowd. You're going to have to have one person on a cash register. Right. Um, I know that Stuart, um, and I don't know if you follow this story, um, but you know he's a young guy, college student at Panama City I went and filmed, and he called me yesterday, and he's got four people working there now. He has a security guard there now, um, not be- just to kind of keep the crowd calm and peaceful, but... Um, they will line up, and so now he's serving dogs with two vendors standing at one cart cooking and then two people taking money. Mm-hmm. And so um, those are the things you have to think ahead as far as you have to know that you can get to those people or have some backup people on standby for you. Uh-huh. I thought about Ben. I thought about the things that were going to take me time to produce a hot dog and hand it to somebody. The the um, I decided to to go ahead and serve a a chili dog and to serve a Chicago dog. Well, the Chicago dog takes time. That may have been a mistake for the kind of venue that I was in, but at that time I did it. And the way that uh-huh. I handled it was. If you walked up to the front of the cart and you said you wanted a Chicago Chicago dog, the girl taking the ticket sent you to the left. I had a guy standing to the left of me on the cart with all the hot dog con- with all the the Chicago dog condiments. So if you got a chili dog or or uh, my brain went dead or, or a Chicago dog, you went to the left. If you had any other kind of dog where you could put your own condiments on it. You went to the right, where I had a long table set up with all the condiments on it that 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 I was serving that night. So that moved the the line. I didn't have anybody stand in line more than more than fifteen minutes. 
Right. I had other people tell me this. I didn't know. I didn't know. I know that there was about three times during that whole time frame that I looked up and never saw the end of the line, and my knees got weak. I, I was just, I couldn't stand there. And I, I was. I kept thinking, I can't stand here and do this anymore. <laughs> this was physically taking it. It was hot, of course, but it was nonstop for over five hours. I loved it. That is cool. Um, I'm, I was I was trying to type somebody something. Um, I'm sending Deb um, a link to that setup you did because it was brilliant, and we actually have that. How you set up that, you know, go to this side, go to that side. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just sent the link to Deb so she can post it for me because I can't post. And um, hopefully she'll get that up there and people can see what you were talking about there, um, how that worked, the the little map you did of your cart with your little smiley faces representing people. Um, you can tell um, you're, you're wise. I, I'm one of those that would have shown up, been panicked, and tried to wing it all night and probably ticked off people. And apparently you broke through a lot of people um, to... 250 people an hour, I think it was. Yeah, that's about where I was at. Yeah, that is cranking out hot dogs. And so um, what's something else we could cover there that that would help someone planning for an event? Like, let's say if I came to you today and said, Thunderdogs, I've got an event with 6,000 people. There's four other people serving food. I don't know what they're serving. How do I price it? How do I um, how do I plan on money? What would you do in that situation? As far as how much would I know product to bring? Ooh. Did you did you tell me how many people were at there were going to be at the event? Let's say five to six thousand. That's a five common 6, event people. size, you know, in a hometown event kind of deal. Um, there's a formula that I use that's not an exact formula. I take 1% of the number of people and then cut that in half. So a half percent of the number of people. Right. I, I and, did the way I could do math, which is break it down easier. <laughs> <laughs> so so you take you take that 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 point five, you know 50% of the the event expected people and you plan on what one dog a person, two dogs a person? How do you plan that? You know what? I, you just asked me a question that I had never considered. I'd never done it on two dogs on on the on the number of dogs per people. Well, how did how did you do it then? How would you have done it? Um, because like if you take five thousand people and you get one percent, which would be fifty people. Um, if I didn't, yeah, I did my math right, and that would be twenty five people at one percent. Well, obviously you're going to do more than twenty five people. No, no, no. Hold on. Uh, let me let me let me recorrect that. Because I had a zero out of place, ten percent, half of half of ten percent, and then you have to shave some off of that. That would be twenty five hundred people or less. That's what I would plan on. Okay. Somewhere between two two thousand and twenty five hundred people. Now that's taking a big chance because that's a lot of inventory to take. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna grill the people. I'm gonna ask how long they've been doing it. 
and and how many years that event's been going and uh, then find out from some other people if those are true numbers before I invest the kind of money to take 2,000 hot dogs to an event for one night. That's just, to me, that's just smart. Um, I might take 1,000 or 1,500 hot dogs and just go sell out. At that, and at that case, I, l- I left some money on the table. Next year, I won't. Right, right. But I'd rather take not enough than to take too much, especially sure. if I had no plan of of getting rid of that um, quickly. Okay, that's what I wanted to clear up. Um, somebody Mom, Dad, asked and Grandma me, are going to eat hot dogs for a while. Somebody sent me a private message just a minute ago on the chat line and had a good question. And I don't remember what it was now, because I've got a mind like a steel trap. Nothing gets in, the end, nothing gets out. And if if you could re-message me, um, I would um, be happy to ask Thunderdogs about um, how he um, how he did whatever you asked. Oh, I remember what it was. Never mind. Someone asked me to ask you, what would you do if you showed up to an event and there was going to be other vendors that are the same type selling hot dogs oh that happened to me <laughs> tell us about it <laughs> <laughs> i did it i did a, a major event um and m- made it clear i mean there was going to be 10 food vendors and i was going to be one of them i said there's no other hot dog vendors right they said absolutely that's correct well the day of the event they passed out the 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 information that told you where you were going to set up. And you'll never guess, they set two hot dog vendors side by side. Oh, my goodness. So the, the only thing that I could do at that point was to get them to separate us so that we were not sitting on top of each other. So they put about four other vendors between me and them, and... Uh, did that you try to time. match his price, or what did you do there with pricing? No, I don't. I don't get into price wars. I have. A, I have. I have determined when I did this. Ben, I, I. It took me ninety days after I got delivery of your cart before I sold my first hot dog, and I went out and and scheduled an event at a at a um, auto mechanics place in a small town and said, I want to give hot dogs away to as many people as you can bring in here on Saturday. And that was my first event. I, want, I needed to serve people and get it off, and I didn't want to charge them for it in case I screwed it up. Well, I do want to say something there. Um, screw-ups are um, are often unnoticed to the untrained eye. You That's and true. I might walk up to a cart and notice a screw-up, but I remember for the first weeks I was nervous. When I was dressing their dog and getting the bun out, did I do it right? Did I did I do this right? Did I open the pan right? Did I whatever? And they have no clue. They have absolutely right. no clue. Whether you just did it backwards, frontwards, doesn't matter. I've put ketchup mustard on the bottom of the bun and then the dog and then gone crap. And you know and, how much um, time I spent on the phone <laughs> asking you those details. <laughs> But it doesn't matter. Ultimately, it doesn't matter. And if you like putting your condiments on the bun before you put on the dog, do it. If it's something you want to start doing, do it. I watched Stuart. If y'all seen the video over at the blog, we finally got up 38 minutes, I think, of the video. 
he he does this zigzag pattern with his ketchup and mustard that it looks cool. I did the same thing. I've I never seen it before. I, I saw his hot dogs on the video, and I said, "My wife says, hey, you do that.' Um, it, it's I don't know if you've ever seen like the the chefs, the pastry chefs that do like the the zigzag pattern across a plate, right. the plate like a piece of pie yeah. or something. On. That's where I got mine from. I'm just I, I used to work in some kitchens long ago and this and that, and so I kind of do the. It's pretty. It looks good. And if you want, the, and actually in reality, if people ask for extra ketchup, the lines get tighter together back and forth. The lighter the ketchup is one streak. So if they say light ketchup or light mustard, then it's one streak down the middle. If they say uh, just mustard, I may do the lines back and forth. But if they say heavy ketchup, then my lines get tighter together so there's more ketchup on it. It actually gives you allowed, it allows you to put more product on it. Um, so it's kind of neat. That's what I do. I think that's smart. smart. I, I love the look of it. It's It's a pretty... You know, it makes it look gourmet. I was always one that, you know, I went straight down the line. I'd put ketchup on the right and mustard on the left. And, and golly, I was anal retentive about it, and I thought I was doing it right. And I had watched a few videos, and that's the way they had done it, or they'd put them together on top. Well, I didn't want mine together on top, and I wanted to be different. And here I was doing it the back-asswards way. Um, so... <laughs> I learned something. <laughs> and now, well, you ask a question, Ben. You, I'm sorry, Ben. Yeah. You ask a question about mm-hmm. price. What would I do about price? Yeah, um, tell us about that. I, I don't. I don't. I'm not, I'm not going to fight another vendor with with price. I'm going to sell a product, um, and I'm going to give you the, a top quality product. And I've already preset my price, and that's what I'm going to sell it for. And I've never ever had a problem. I probably haven't had more than a handful of people say, "Man, that's way too much for a hot dog. How can you do that?" And I, I'll, I'll say, "Okay, I tell you what. Here's one for free. I'll be here tomorrow. I expect you to come back and buy one." Well, and I haven't done had, that, but maybe three or four times. That's a good point. We have a lot of people on the chat line, and before I, when we come back from this brief commercial, and I want to play you a short clip we got from Cleo Dosser, and when we come back. I want to um, see if anybody has any questions for Mr. Thunderdogs about events, because there may be something I'm missing. Sometimes when you know how you would do things, you don't think of the questions. So if you've got a question on the chat line or you want to call in and ask a question, feel free to do so. We do have um, someone on the line, and I'm just going to say the last four of your phone numbers, 2136, and it's showing that you have a question if you do, I'll be to you in a minute, and I'll get you. Um, right now, we'll um, take a short break, and, and hopefully, you, do you have a little bit of time that you can hang with us for a little bit longer, Thunderdogs? Sure. sure. I appreciate it. I'm all yours. I appreciate it. Finally, Ben's Carts has released the Build a Cart course found at www.buildacart.com. Now you can build your own professional hot dog cart based on the cash cow. Build a cart for less than $900 with no flea market and pawn shop used parts. Your cart will be brand new, loaded up with all the features, and will outperform even you. This means it will cook faster than you can serve your adoring fans. We even went a step further because we purchased commercial supplies in bulk. You can get a kit with much of the important components and save big 
no crappy burners, no having to switch on and off manually your water pump, no messing with making your own gas lines. The all-new Build-A-Cart course will guide you in building a real commercial cart. Check it out today at www.buildacart.com. That's www.buildacart.com. Hot Dog Vendor Radio, HDVR, broadcasting live from atop the Smoky Mountains, sponsored by Mobile Food Vendors Association and Ben'sCarts.com. Grab a can, tighten your string, and lend us an ear. There are some restaurants that may let you work out of their restaurant. Okay, well, I don't want to work out of nobody's restaurant because, see, it's a food cart. and, and, it, and it's, A food cart cannot stand on its own. It has to work in conjunction with a right. permitted facility. Well, right, but mine, mine, it can stand on its own. It's got, a, it's got like a kickstand and two wheels. It's fine. But for the rules of North Carolina, you have to operate in conjunction to obtain a permit for a mobile food unit or a push cart. You have to have a commissary that you work out of, and that commissary means a permitted facility. Okay, so so the way I understand this right is is I go to a restaurant and tell them I want to operate but not operate with them so I can... HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. We're back and we're live. And if you haven't heard that um, call by Cleo Dosser, um, it is very long and it's over at LearnHotDogs.com on the, I think, the last post or the second to last post that was made. And there'll be a little play button. You can listen to the whole thing, bore you to tears some of it, and some of it will make you laugh. Um, Cleo called me and told me that his goal was to get her to say, um, what was it, Rob? Um, a sticker. A, sticker, a, a wiener wagon sticker. And she would not say sticker till the end of that conversation. A lot of that conversation got edited out um, just due to time. And she it was just a redundant, redundant deal. And at one point, Cleo was on the phone for four and a half minutes on hold. And you'll get to hear how he responds to that. Um, of course, you don't have to um, listen to the on hold part. You'll just get like a 10-second version of it. So go on over there after the show and take a listen and um and and see who Cleo's ticking off this week. Um I wanted to Rob there was some couple questions that came in um for Thunderdogs and and us and I wanted to cover those but I need to take some phone calls and and see if they had a question or or what and if you don't care to you and Thunderdogs take the reins and um Yeah, you uh, and you're getting that uh rooster on the string again syndrome. So that's good that's heavens. Got you have to get all that figured out. Thunderdog, how far are you away from uh where, where are you in relation to uh, first Monday? And I know if you live in Texas, you know what I'm talking about when I say first Monday. First Monday. There's not any. I'm not any close to me. Okay. All right. Because uh, first Monday, uh, if you're not familiar with it, I guess it's possible you're not familiar with it because Texas is a pretty big old place. But uh, first Monday is this huge, huge, huge um, uh, flea market that is done the first Monday of every month. 
and it's uh, I didn't know if you live possibly near that and had ever considered maybe trying to set up there. I don't know what their rules and regulations are. You know, some of those flea markets uh, has their own um, uh, what you call it. The it's in Canton, Texas. Yeah, they have their own. They have their own vendors. Most of them do. I have a friend who's in one, and he's been in there forever. And all he does, all he does, is sell um, turkey legs. Yep, yep, yep. One right after another, after another. Let's see. First Monday is starting March the 29th, uh, then April the 1st, 2012. Vendor hours Thursday through Saturday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m., and then Sunday, 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. If anybody lives in near Canton, Texas, if you know about this, you may want to consider setting up. You know, again, some of these flea markets do have their own. They you sometimes they maintain control of the um, actual uh, uh, food portion of it. Some don't. Uh, I know I participated in one just for one day just to see if I would uh, consider doing that. And I did fairly well. I mean, considering I'd been there, and there was a, a regular hot dog guy there that's been there for seven years. And I, I I thought I did fairly decent considering we were literally within eyeshot of one another where they set me. And, um, you know, I thought I had a decent day considering that I was right there at um, at him. And first time i ever been there, people wasn't familiar with me, didn't know anything about me. So just people caught me walking by and said, hey, I want a hot dog. Um, but uh, yeah, Canton, Texas, uh, first money. They say that thing is huge. Let me let me give you a little tip on on uh, on a type of event that a, a lot of times uh, we don't think about normally. Mm-hmm. Um, there's colleges all over the United States, right? And they right before the beginning of every year, they have what they call a family day and a move-in weekend. Matter of fact, I had a gentleman just the other day, one of the people that I had helped in the past that came and worked in my cart with me here in North Carolina, um, he actually got an invitation to do one of those, just like you're talking about. Um, yes, they pay for it. Whatever. Yeah, and they're going to pay for it. Um, and I think they're going to, they asked for 400 hot dogs. Um, and that's, he's having to price all that. And we were talking, he was on one of the blog posts asking questions and this and that. And one thing I will say uh, you were talking about extra capacity uh, with trying to figure out how to do larger events and stuff. Here in North Carolina, when you are doing a an event like that, where you're paid by one person and not a bunch of different people, you fall into catering category, so you could work off your cart and do other things. Uh, right. Like pre-do hot dogs or cooking something besides your hot dog cart. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's funny you mentioned it. I didn't, I didn't even think about those events. And it's kind of funny that you mentioned it because I just talked to this guy, and he's doing one um, here locally at one of the universities, and they've asked uh, for him to do it. And, and you know, like I said, I think they've ordered about 400 hot dogs for it. I've got one. They want uh, somewhere between 1,500 and 2,000 hot dogs. I'm going to see if I can get them to narrow that number down a little bit, <laughs> see how they're coming up right. with it. But but uh, I just price them a meal. I just give them a meal price. Well, you know, let me tell you, let me give you a little tip that I what I had come up with as kind of a system um, with people if they're unsure of how much they're going to need, uh, like car dealerships when they do a promotional, sometimes they're unsure of how many people actually will show up to these things. 
um, you know, if it's, if it's like a family day, they kind of know, all right, we've got a 1,000 students coming in. Let's two parents per student. Now you get 3,000 hot dogs, blah, blah, blah. So they can kind of narrow it down somewhat. But if right. they can't, what I've been doing with these car dealerships, when I've been quoting them prices, I've been quoting them a flat fee, and let's say that fee's $400 for the day. And then they get charged, say, my normal price is 275 for a hot dog. They get a hot dog for a buck fifty, and they do tickets, and they give all the students and everybody tickets when they come in their uh, area or whatever. In the case of a car dealership, the salespeople, we would hand, as vendors, we would hand them tickets that morning and say, you know, here's your roll of 1,000 tickets or whatever, uh, or 2,000 tickets. And then the tickets we would get, and then we would count up at the end of the day. We would keep those ticket stubs, and we would count up what they owe us. And that's what the dealership would pay you. Right, and that's what the dealership would pay on top of whatever flat fee we set just to come out for the day. So if it's, you know, again, $200 for the day, um, and the rest is, you're going to make a little bit on the hot dog, but say normally we charge, you know, $3 for a meal, a catered meal, or $4, whatever it is. But if you want to do it this way, it's two, you know, it's two, it's a dollar fifty for a hot dog, 50 cent for a drink, and 50 cent for chips, you know, it's two fifty, you know, whatever it's going to be. Uh, that's one way to do it. Uh, it's not, uh, you know, the only way to do it, but that's one way to do it. If you're, if they're totally unsure of how many people they are going to serve, you now you do have to come prepared. You know, you yeah. have to bring extra a lot of times, and you may have to bring extra to um, be able to take that and uh, wind up freezing it or using it at another event here shortly. But that's one way to kind of accommodate them if they're really unsure how to hammer down exactly how many people. Is go ahead and get your money, what you'd like to make in a day, four hours of working. Think like you know, I need three hundred bucks to do that. So it's three hundred dollars. You just don't make near as much per hot dog or per meal. Right. Um, one way to do it. That's well, a, that's a, that's a good way. I like yeah. I like that, Rob. Um, I like that a lot. Hey, Thunderdogs, tell us what. Um, I, I don't know if we have any other questions. Do you know of anything else that we haven't covered that that you could um, touch on with doing events so that we small to large events so that we can um, refer people to this radio show when we get calls. Off the top of my head, the only thing that that that. Uh that comes that comes to well there's there, that we haven't touched on so far Ben no I don't think so not, not unless I'm missing something too but I don't think but, so either I think we've covered about everything and the nice part is is um it, it's not this isn't a hospital we're running yeah. and so or an ER if you don't take enough food but you take enough to have a good day you just get to leave early and you can yeah. be mad at yourself and kick yourself in the butt for not bringing more, but next year just plan different. But it's right. always better to plan for a decent day and not take enough and sell out and go home and clean your pans and count your money. And now, that's Thunder, a lot of fun. You had mentioned earlier about doing the Chicago Dog, and you're not so sure you would do that again at a large event. Now, I thought about this the other day when I was looking at some events I possibly were going to do. Um, I'm kind of in, and this is my thinking, and I want you to help me out here because I've not worked a large event yet. Um, you, you know, I carry, I don't know, 15, 20 different condiments, and that ranges from relish to hot peppers, you know, t- two different style peppers to spicy mustard, regular mustard, ketchup, sauerkraut, you name it. Uh, it's all long shelf life stuff that I like carrying. 
you know, chili, slaw, everything. But what I thought about on these events, if I could scale that back to mustard, chili, slaw, onions, um, and maybe sauerkraut, and that's it. Is that feasible? Does that make sense? What, what would you do? Because I know you mentioned Chicago style, and that definitely takes a little while to prepare. What would be your well, it, it makes a it makes a lot of sense to to plan for it. The reason I, I was not going to do the Chicago style dogs uh, at this event, but one of the other hot dog guys that has a has a storefront, a brick and mortar downtown in the city I was in, um, he was there, and I heard rumor that he was going to do Chicago. So I thought, okay, if he is, then I am. So I decided to do it, and that's whenever I decided to just pull it over to one side. Those people are going to stand in a little bit longer line, uh, but they're going to be out of the way of my other people that don't want a Chicago dog. And my whole idea for that was to move it along. If you're going to go into a big event, all of the condiments, and I I would venture to say that I probably carry more condiments on mine than, than you just mentioned. Because right. I go overboard. I'm a gourmet hot dog man, and I get a sure. premium price for my hot dogs. But <laughs> you get to <laughs> you get to boggle your own mind trying to decide what condiments you're going to put on it. <laughs> right. I love that. I love giving them too much condiments on it, and like like overloading it with cheese. A lot of vendors yeah. will squirt a little cheese trying to make that go further, and I like to overload it. I like to do things that go a, a step beyond. Sometimes I've been in a line and a dad ordering two dogs and the mom ordering a dog and an older kid ordering a dog and then um, giving one away to the little kid. And it's a good way to get tips and it's a good way to spread goodwill. And they will tell everybody, oh, my gosh, it makes their hot dog taste better because you did Mm -hmm. something nice for them. Even if it is extra cheese or you put two jalapenos on there because that's the way you said, you know, you've set in your mind to do it. And you put somebody says, hey, give me an extra some extra jalapenos. And you don't say, well, that'll be 50 cent. You just throw them on there. And that turns into a walking billboard when he's walking away. He's going, my gosh, these hot dogs are good. You got to get over there and get one. There's Man. there's no there's no price you can put on goodwill and doing something extra. Exactly. And it doesn't cost how much you you've got one hot dog with a weenie in a bun. How you can't kill your cost by putting too much on it. No. No, you, you just can't. can't. It won't hold enough. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have to get them a sack. <laughs> um I'd rather them have them say tell me that they had that the hot dog was too messy because it was too full, then to tell me it didn't have enough on it. And that's right. I'll give you extra napkins just for that. That's right. Um, the um, I wanted to um, tell everybody something, and this is stuff that I, I didn't cover in the news section. We were running out of time, and me and Rob, um, we, we went a little crazy there for a little bit, um, long-winded. But we... Um, there For all of y'all listening and those listening later... Um, there is a vendor in San Antonio area that has a cart that is decked out that he is willing to arrange some type of lease. He's got gigs that he gets called about um, and and could be doing, and he's unable to do it all right now, and he's willing to lease a cart um or work out a rental agreement 
you get bonded, but it allows you in the business. But he's going to screen these pretty tightly because he's got to trust you quite a bit with his expensive hot dog cart and with his reputation, especially if you're going to use his name at all on some of these events that he gets lined up or gets called to do. So if you're interested at all, if you will email me um, and I can give you a little more information or you can call me um, tomorrow and I will be happy to give you some more information and then I'll funnel them over to him so that he's not deluged and we'll try to... Um, if you're in the San Antonio area, um, just that's Texas, just um, email me at Ben at Ben's Carts, and I'll be happy to do that. I also want to tell y'all, and we touched on this, I think Rob touched on this a little bit ago. I want to talk about this time of year. Um, I don't know if you've noticed on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, yard sales, and I have made a killing at yard sales by looking, scanning through Craigslist or through my local paper, and when I see family or neighborhood or block yard sale, I call them or I go on over there before it even starts, and I say, listen, we have a hot dog cart. How would you like it if we set up? It would keep people here longer. They'll be happier. They'll get a cold drink. They'll get a hot dog, and and you can sell your stuff. And um, I don't ever pay them. But it's a good way to be in front of a captive audience for a day. And also you will notice these fundraisers um, where the fire department or the girls club or the um, women's shelter, they'll do a fundraiser and they'll invite people to bring their goods up there and sell them. And they, they would like you to make a donation. Well, on those, just call them or go by and see them and go, hey, I know you've got a big yard sale or a big event coming up this weekend. How would you like it if I brought my car and I'll donate 10% of my money for the day to your organization? And I promise you, if you get a no, you've, you went up there stinky or something because I've never gotten a no. And they will, they will take it because you are adding to the, the fun of that event. So if those are things that you would um, consider doing, they'd be wise, and you can make a good lick on a weekend. I've made as much as $1,500 at a yard sale that was a um, – it's called New Center, but it's an area of town that was having a huge yard sale where they got multiple families together, and they invited more and more people out, and you paid $10 for your spot, and they didn't charge me nothing for my spot, and I set up and sold hot dogs all day long um, from about 10 to about 6. So if you um, if you were so inclined, I wanted to bring that up. Somebody asked, um, somebody sent in a question about um, cleaning pans, and I wanted you all to know I've done blogs on this. I think it's if you go to the blog site in the top right corner and you type in pan liners or cleaning pans or dirty pans, it should pull it up. But pan liners are a godsend, and they will um, save you time and money, especially if it's a busy day and you know it's a busy location. That's when you want to use them because you get to come home, pull out those pan liners, and you're done cleaning for the day. Um, yeah, one thing I'll say about the pan liners, Ben, is yeah. I know, like, when I before I started using them, you know, I researched them and found them and was letting you know about what I found. But 
the chili would always get crusty or you couldn't use it or whatever. With those pan liners, I'm able to get every little last scoop of chili out, uh, even be able to add a little water to it when it gets a little thick after some of the uh, stuff, you know, gets hot and gets some of the moisture out. But uh, you talk about saving time. I mean, you still have to wash your pan, but it's literally a matter of just rinsing it out with some hot water, a little soap, and, 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 and then putting it through the sanitizer, uh, and it's done. I mean, there is no scrubbing. There's no nothing. I mean, this thing, you just take the bag, pull it up, and toss it. I, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I can tell you one thing, I wouldn't go back and not use them. <laughs> I don't care if they were $2 a bag, it's $2 of my time scrubbing that thing um, in the evening when I'm home and I'm tired uh, from standing all day making, you know, a couple hundred hot dogs. I would much rather uh, uh, not have to do that. But There's plenty of other stuff to do. I mean, That's there's right. literally oh, yeah. you, you wiping down your cart and cleaning, and you know, um, Thunderdogs, it, there's plenty of other stuff you have to do. So Absolutely. Cleaning that chili pan is not one of my favorites. Oh. Well, the thing about I will tell people, though, you got to put it in a – I found you have to put mine in a double boiler system um, if you're going to put it on direct heat. I leave mine on direct heat, and I use a double boiler system where I put a pan in a pan um, mm-hmm. where uh, – not perforated, just a straight pan in a pan – um, and then put the pan liner in it. Uh, on, you know, and but you got to do a pan and a pan. And you got to make sure if it does run out of water. I've never scorched a bag or burn a hole in it or anything. So that pan and pan still has enough barrier there, even with direct heat. Uh, but you just got to keep the uh, when a pan runs out of, of water, it puts off a certain smell. And everybody that's been around a steam table long enough can pick up on that smell, and they know exactly, hey, I'm out of water in one of these pans. Yeah. Stainless steel gets hot; it smells a certain way, and we know it's out. So just just make sure you check it. Uh, but man, I'm gonna tell you, I would not go back to doing that mess of scrubbing them pans again. I can tell you that. No, it's worth the money, and hopefully we can get um, a supplier of those for. That's what. Um, hopefully, Deb Deb will get us a supplier you for those. Give me my little give uh, sauerkraut tip I did. I'd love it. I'd love it. Well, there's, there's two things that I do. Well, I change it all together. But before that, sauerkraut is one of those things that gets discolored. It gets stuck to the side of the, the, the pan. And it's kind of a pain to clean also, that pan, with, with the sauerkraut. What I started doing is opening the can and sticking the entire can inside the pan with the lid on it. So it's like a double, it's like a Dutch oven kind double, of heat. Yeah, yeah. And it just you just leave the sauerkraut in the can. Now, health department may say something about that. I, you know, it's the inside of the can's clean. I've never been inspected. The health department say anything, but I used to just stick it in there. At the end of the day, if I didn't sell any sauerkraut or I just sold a little bit, I'd have grabbed the can up and tossed it in the trash. And again, that's just a rinse, you know, wash and rinse kind of pan. It's not a scrubbing pan deal now. Um, but since that time, when I, I have a griddle grill on my cart, what I started doing is leaving the kraut cold. And I ask the customer when they ask for sauerkraut, do you want it cold or do you want it heated? I've had people say cold is fine because some people like it cold because it stays crisp. Uh, some people want it heated, and I just take a small order and throw it up on the griddle and, and heat it for literally 20 seconds at the most, pull it back off and put it on the grill. I mean, put it on the dog. So you don't have to cook a big batch of it and then toss it. Because in my area, crowd is called upon to be put on dogs. But I found that I was throwing crowd away every day and lots of it. So now I've done away with throwing it away by doing the griddle thing uh, and cooking it to order. Because it doesn't take long. You know, just like I said, literally 15, 20 seconds on a hot griddle, uh, it'll be cooked, heated, and right on. But uh, some people will take it cold, though. 
Good well, um, I, I like that um, idea, and I I heard of it from you, and so I'll um, I'm gonna try it. Um, I am waiting on Stuart to call in. Um, I tried to call him just a second ago and couldn't get him, but he is going to um, give us an update on how things have been going. Um, Thunderdogs, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show um, and and sharing your information and your experience. And you've done bigger events than I, and that experience. I've read your you know your blog post that you co-wrote with me um, a while back, and. It has helped me, and I've helped many many a customer with it. And so I want to thank you for taking the time to do that. Well, I appreciate it, Ben. There's there's no way I'd have missed it. Um, the thanks go back to you for all that you're doing for the hot doggers. Well, I I appreciate that, but I I um I absolutely love it, and I um I, I'd love to welcome you to stay on the line. And if you have anything you want to add while we talk to Stu. Um, feel free to jump in. You don't have to ring a bell or anything. Just start talking, and we'll <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> well, uh, I'm I'm waiting on him. Hold on just a second. I think I've got him here. Hey, Stu. On, buddy. Hey, what's up, Ben? How are you? I'm pretty good, bud. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Um, give us an update. Tell us tell us how far you're into this. Um, this event at, in Panama City, tell us um, what you've achieved and um, what you've learned. Oh, well, first of all, I mean, I've sold a lot of hot dogs. That's one number one thing I've achieved. I think after this, I don't want to see a hot dog for two or three weeks. Um, <laughs> but I'm going into week four. Um, business is still doing good. Um, I mean, of course, I'm sure everybody's seen the picture of this stack of cash that I've all made. Um from selling the hot dogs, so but I just bought a food truck. Um the guy rose stand that was next to me, I bought them out for sixty five hundred dollars. And so now oh. I have the gyro stand and the food Congratulations. truck. Congratulations. You stole that truck. Mm. Yes, I did. I pretty much did. And the fountain machine and it works, the generator, everything works that he didn't even know. I don't think he realized what he had, but but cause he said he only paid eight thousand for it, but everything worked. So I got My grills, driver machines. I got their whole entire deep fryer. Deep fryer. I remember seeing the deep fryers. Um, I remember seeing a fountain machine, fountain drinks. Yeah. Golly, wow. dude! And you bought that with cash off your profits. Yes, I did. That was all profits. So I got a whole other business. You know that I basically got just for selling hot dogs. And I'm going to use, actually turn that into use that as my mobile commissary because I'm about to start doing some big events. Um, I just got hooked up with um, a lady named Tony up in South Dakota. I'm going to do Sturgis in August. I got a real good spot right right by the stage. They're going to um, give me a nice little camping spot to sleep in. So I'm going to be there for a whole week um, coming in August. But as far as spring break goes, it's still crazier than ever. Um, now tell me this, Stu, and I already know this answer, and I'm asking for the for the benefit of the listeners. Um, you have gotten all kinds of job offers from this. Oh yes, I've gotten tons all over the U.S. from around town, especially. Yeah, but even in town, if you had five carts right now, you could have them all busy. Oh yeah. Yep, you're right about that. 
But uh, I, I know I have a better want to have a better plan for next year, and I got a bunch of locations lined up. So when this is all over, I'm gonna start getting some parts together and be ready for next spring break, and hopefully, I, maybe I can break a hundred thousand in six weeks and take a whole year off. But uh, that is my my goal to achieve. I'm gonna set it for that. But if it doesn't, so at least we had a good season, anyways. Hey, for those but, uh, listening, I, I hate to interrupt you, Stu, just for a second, but for those listening um, in, over on the chat line, if you're not a part of it, you can log in with your Facebook. You can also just l- get a free account at Blog Talk Radio and log in. But either way, um, Deb is over there, and a lot of people are helping others out with links and all kinds of stuff. But Deb just posted a link on the pan liners through Mobile Food Vendors Association um Store And while we're on that subject, if you don't know about Mobile Food Vendors Association Facebook page, it's free. You have to ask to be in because they don't want the public in. Anything you post there will show up in your news feed but not visible to anyone else. So everything on there is private, as private as you can get on Facebook. So basically it's a private site on Facebook, and it's called The Dog Park. You can email... um, well, you can go to Mobile Food Vendor Association's site on Facebook, and Deb usually has a link from there to the private site. And then they kind of screen you, one of the admins to kind of screen you to make sure you're not a um, uh, a communist coming in or something with guns or anything, and then you'll be able to get in. And so I just wanted you to know that so you can get in. And Brian Shores just posted a link. Um, I don't know what we'd do without Brian. Um there's several people that really help us out, and I, I, I want to thank all y'all for, for doing that. Um, Stu, back to you. Um, I'm sorry I went off on that little tangent, but I, I had forgotten to mention it earlier, and I needed to get it in there when you brought that up. Um, the You've got multiple people working on some some occasions like you figured out what times are busier when that club is letting out across the street or the – which – you haven't. There is another club across the street as well, Spinnakers or yeah. something. Spinnakers, yep, Spinnakers. Yeah, and and it's, um, and it's almost the same size as La Vila, but it's still a little bit smaller. If it was a little bit longer, it'd be the same size as La Vila, but it's still a huge club too over there. But yeah, I've got it all figured out. Times of the days, I know when, I, what days I can sleep in, and it's, it's pretty much going in a, in a pattern. So I've pretty much got laid out when to have my employees there and when not to have them there. So um, I'm kind of glad that I've got that all figured out because it's actually going to help me ensure, you know, to meet my maximum profit margins of of a product. Well, if you wanted after this event, I mean, you got into this to help supplement your income. I know you've got a a little family as far as you supplementing your income um, while you go to school. And it has turned into a like a hot dog empire overnight. You're right. And just overnight, spring break. You know, Thursday I started setting up, and it was like the next day, Friday, it was insanely crazy. It's just it exploded. And uh, I'm, I'm doing everything that out of your book. I'm not doing anything different. To, you know, following everything you gave of how to run a successful hot dog business. I don't know. You, your idea, Stu, with the cards, the index cards, was absolutely yeah. brilliant. And your ability to serve so much food on that little bitty cart, 
um, yeah. was also awe-inspiring. A lot of people ask me, I want to serve Chicago dogs and this and that and the other, and they, they ask me which car we have, and sometimes I'll point them to the big dog because it's got such a big steam table. And here you yeah. are with a little bitty steam table, and you are rocking. Yep. And people, even the ones that have to wait a little bit, they're okay with it, and they wait. And right. I just love you know, it. I was thinking, me and Thunder Dogs and Rob were thinking of partnering with you next year, and yeah. just on paper, basically. And um, you just send us a portion of your income, <laughs> and um, and that way you'll have partners in it. We really won't help you at all, but we'd like to partner with you. <laughs> I'm sure there's some other people in the chat room that love that too. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm up for that. I mean, I got a lot of spots. I mean, if I end up having more spots again, again than I do carts, I mean, I've offered force for my start. I'm offering other people to come down and we can set up and you can have the spots and take make the money for yourself. You know, I can't be everywhere. Yeah. Hey, what part of Texas is this in? This is in this is in Florida. He's in Panama <laughs> Panama City Beach, but that's worth Ooh. the drive. There's good fishing there. Um, Thunder Dogs, you and I could go fishing while him and Rob run some carts. And you and I just come by and collect the cash so that if they get robbed, they don't take as much. And, um, I mean, we'd do our part. And they'd have a fish dinner at night. Um, You know what we ought to do? We ought to plan something, Stu, so that we have several vendors come and do a group thing next year, even if it's only one week they're there. Yeah. because I, I think it would be fantastic, and I don't think it would have hurt you a bit if you'd have had two carts, even if you owned them, in the same parking lot. I think you'd have just served twice as many people. You're right, and that's what my plan is for next year. I'm going to have two two carts. Um, I'm going to have it right there in the middle of the gas pumps again. I'm going to have two carts side by side. I'm going to have my um, food truck on back in the corner where the gyro stand was, because, and I'm going to do... Um, one pound Philly cheesesteak foot long subs out of that at a higher ticket price. So I'm self competing with myself there. And uh and I'm pretty much gonna have that whole location wrapped up to myself because they're only gonna allow two food vendors in in there. And uh Wow. <laughs> so that is sweet. I pretty, much, I pretty much got that little spot on lock right now. <laughs> That's already, sweet. Uh, I got bike week coming up in May. There's a whole a whole week of bike week. Um, I'm going to be right there, and it's going to be nuts because there's going to be a har- huge Harley-Davidson exhibit right across the street in Clubbeville's parking lot. They're going to be doing, like, lighting, mechanics, all kinds of little, little neat little motorcycle vendor stuff right across the street. So that's hey, going to be Stuart. another good week. Yeah. Hey, Stuart, if you, uh, yeah. if you ever need any help, you let me know. I have cart, we'll travel. Yeah. <laughs> uh, more the merrier. I mean, uh, it's hard for me to tr- take a bunch of people with me, but if someone's got you know, you know, the same business wants to do the same thing, I love someone to come with me, put a cart next to me. You know, I know. I know this for a fact. There's too much money out there for me to take I, for myself. You know, it, I could have set up a cart next to him, guys. I could have set up a cart next to him, and he never knew I was there. It wouldn't have taken one hot dog from his sales. There's that many people walking down there wanting food. It is crazy. Well, you let me know about Bike Week. I may be interested in uh, making a road trip. So you just uh, you just let me know if you uh, okay. what you got going on. You uh, you keep in touch with me and Ben, and, and I'll see if I can make something happen. 
for those, I just like to do it for the experience, um, to be honest with you. I'd like to learn how it is to work big crowds like that. Uh, we were just talking about our kind of show with a little bit about that, Stuart. So I'd like to uh, kind of get the experience of working a big event, you know, especially when somebody's already done it, like you or Thunder or something. I think that would be great for me uh, just to get the experience. Oh, the first couple of days, you'll be ready to pull your hair out, but you'll get it for us. That's where I came up with the uh, – the, the meal ticket idea, I was getting such a huge crowd, bum rush, 40, 50, 60 people just all at one time, and I'll just move everybody to one side, take the order, give them a ticket, tell them this is their lifeline. If they lose it, they don't get no food. They pretty much understood that. They needed their food. They better have that ticket. So they went on the other side of the cart. So I would keep a nice flow um, through the um, point of sale um, line and just keep it moving to the other side and keep that way the crowds can just keep you know, coming in, you know what? And pretty much with that meal ticket, I already got their money and they're held hostage right there in line, and they're mm-hmm. not going nowhere. And they don't don't mind waiting because they know it's good. I mean, I got the owner owner Lavila came over and proposed something to me. Come over there and set some up inside of his club, but I don't know if I want to do that just yet because he wants way too much. Money, in my opinion. So if I wanted to, I could have a hot dog place right inside of the largest nightclub in the USA. Well, literally, um, somebody asked on the blog earlier about finding events, and there's there's several sites fi- in finding events, and if you all know of them on the um, chat line, if you'd post them up so that I can read them off, but there's fairs and festivals, I think, .net, which talks about events nationwide and, that you can book. On my recent blog post, there is two links that um, Pocono Hot Dogs gave us, that he uses to book events, and there's tons of different sites out there and word-of-mouth sites where you can book some events, and you literally could work three, four events a year and make enough to not work the rest of the year. Now, you'd work your tail end off during those events, and there'd be you know a couple weeks of prep time, but bottom line is you could really um, – if you decided, hey, I don't want to run a car on a day-to-day basis, you could do events. Um, isn't that right, Thunderdogs? You, that's you, exactly what I decided. The, yeah, that's, I didn't. That's I didn't want to work I'm every day. That's, I'm, the, I'm not doing the day-to-day basis, and for a couple hundred dollars, I mean, I've done the same with the money. The money's more greater in the festivals and events. If you got, if you're willing to travel to do it, that's where you need to follow. Because like so, four weeks in, I'm almost broke over forty grand. That's obviously where the money is. I mean, everybody's—we're all in it for the main reason—is to be our self-employer and make the money. So, well, that'll work better yeah. around your school too, Stuart, is doing events, as long as oh, yeah. they're not, Absolutely. you know, six-week-long events. But I yeah. think that will um, serve you better. Now, I don't want to discourage those that are doing the day-to-day operations because you will find, if you will look around for locations, and Rob mentioned to me, we're going to go into locations deeper on another show. But there's locations you can get, like the factory job that I got right off the bat, that was 940 a week average, working those four hours a week, two hours on Tuesday and two hours on Thursday, plus another couple hours for prep. So I was working about six to seven hours a week, um, making almost a thousand dollars clear. So you can, um, and Stu was too. Stu was doing a private. What a private subdivision or something before you got yeah. this event? Where I live and at Harbor Bridge. You were making a little over a thousand a week, weren't you? Oh yeah. In just two days, you know, around private gated community and I'd set up in there 
on Saturday and Sundays just for four or five hours and just clean up because there's 200 apartments, total of 700 people live here. And everybody knows me because I live here too, so everybody came. And they still found my setup. I'm actually yeah. going to plan into planning after spring break's over, setting up and doing a, and a Harbor Green appreciation day and give, feed the whole neighborhood for free hot dogs. Because I think I'm going to have enough hot dogs probably left over after this event's over. I'm going to have to just blow through them somehow. But I'm going to get well, back give to us, the community that way. Give us two seconds. I'm going to take a short break and grab a drink. Yep. After the show, head on over to benscarts.com forward slash book. Ben has written what is called the most comprehensive course on the market. Check it out at benscarts.com forward slash book. See real testimonials at Ben's Carts Facebook page. Hey folks, hope you're enjoying tonight's live podcast. Remember, not only can you get the biggest bang for your buck over at Ben'sCarts.com, with carts starting at only $18.99, you can also get the free training and watch free training videos. Come on over after the show. We now return you live to the Ben's Carts Radio Show. Lose 10 pounds, grow your hair back, and start smelling better today. Just a few of the side effects from listening to Hot Dog Vendor Radio. Guys, we're back, and I want to thank everybody that's joined the show. We've got about 15 minutes left. Thunderdogs is still with us. We've got Stu live on the line. And um, Rob is with us here, and I, I want to first give a, a quick thanks so I'm not rushed at the end. I want to thank Thunderdogs for coming on tonight and for taking his time and sharing his information and tips. This will be a valuable asset because the, the archives are free to listen to anytime you want. They're available on iTunes. They're available on um, Blog Talk Radio and on the website, uh, learnhotdogs.com. You can get them anytime you want. If you want to link... Um, to these shows and have them just on your website or blog, you're welcome to put them on there. Just um, holler at me and I'll give you the link. And there's actually a little code thing you can put in and put those down there. But what what I was getting at is this will be a valuable asset to people with these types of questions. And that's what this show is for. Is so that we I know we kind of jump around and we cover a lot of stuff, but that's what makes the show interesting, at least to me. I have a um, a short attention span, so this works great. And so I want to thank you, Thunderdogs, for coming on and for helping us. And please, I'm not rushing you off the phone. I just wanted to get this out of the way before we ran out of time. Um, Rob, um, I I know I thank you all the time, but um, I do want you to know um, without you, the show wouldn't happen. Don't get mushy on Don't get mushy I'm not not going to. I don't even have Kleenex tonight, so we're good to go. Um, Stu, you couldn't make me happier with your success. And there's a couple other people right now that are on the verge of getting started. Sandy and um, um, I don't know, I'm going to forget names, and it's going to aggravate me. But I think it's um, we've got Debbie, we've got Darren Culbertson, um, we've got David um, Delato. We've got a, a quite a few people that are just getting started, Stu, like you that I want so badly to set the world on fire. If I had the choice of, um, you know, getting me a brand-new airplane or um, them doing it. Oh, Dina. Yeah, it was Dina. Dina. 
Dina is another one that just got started, and I am so happy. Turn your head, Ben. I don't. I don't. It's not even. Not even a. I'm on a direct line. No. I don't know why it does that on your end every once in a while. Tonight has been like every. Thirty minutes. Because I paid, I paid money to AT and T and the only service provider I had an option options, and and we don't have a cable out here. Otherwise, I'd have a you know cable directly instead of this phone line DSL But I apologize for that. But I do want to thank those who are um, who have taken a part in this and helping out. Um, I don't have the winner for this week yet, and I was hoping to get it by the end of the show, and that's why I hadn't brought it up. Um, we're actually talking about changing it a little bit, but this week it'll be the same and probably next week But as far as the same setup. But we're going to change the design of it a bit. Um, our goal was to encourage posting and comments so that people would help share information, and it's working. Um, we just want to make it better. And so as soon as I get a um, the winner, I may have to announce it on the blog or on Facebook, but I do apologize for not having that ready. Um, let's get back to, to the show, and, and y'all tell me, um, give me, um, we got about 11 minutes left. I just burned up four and a half minutes. And so um, if you'll... Um, if you've got something to say or, or a, a tip or anything, even if it's unrelated to events, um, share a tip with us before we close out so that we can um, spread the wealth of knowledge. I was going to give a fishing tip, but then I don't give those away. Oh, I don't blame you. I don't blame you, Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't blame you a bit. Um what about you, um, Stu? What what what's your the biggest thing, single biggest thing you've learned being on this big event? Because you got dumped into it. I'm talking the first day you were going nuts. You have a bread truck showing up every day delivering case not cases racks of bread. So tell me, what's the single biggest thing you've learned in your two months of or three months now, two and a half months, three months of slinging dogs? biggest thing I've learned is not to be afraid to jump into anything and try anything. Even if it's the smallest little thing that you think it at an event or thing, do it. Um, don't, um, uh, any new vendor, you know, getting into the business and it's inter- um, is real unsure and is worried about if they're going to be successful or not. They said, don't worry about it. Just, as long as you work hard and you have a good product, you will succeed. Um Failure is not an option in this business. I mean, hot dogs are too good, and they're num- num- probably, in my opinion, hot, uh, number one America's comfort food. So that's one of the reasons they sell so good. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's, I'm still learning stuff. You know, just be patient if you get into a big event and, and stay calm and and try to work it through. And if something's not working, you have to just step back for a second and think about it and try something else. Um, and I had to do that a hundred times in the past four weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, it's 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 worked out, and it, everything is coming into place. You know, I'm just if I ever have any question myself, I refer back to your book and try to brush up on that. See, if may, maybe there's something there suggesting something differently that I'm doing, and that works a lot of times too. Um, well, I think that's good advice, and. Um, 
I think I think all of this you've inspired me, Stuart. And there's there's some people that are currently just on the verge or just got started in the last week or so that I am just rooting the heck out for. I I can't wait for them to find that home location where they start making a good a good paycheck every day, basically in cash, and they can start um, sleeping better at night. That's right, and I'm sure they will, as long as they are persistent and you know. Don't get too frustrated if they get getting told no everywhere they go. But as long as anybody puts the hard effort into trying to find the locations, you'll find that that honey hole. As hey, for those persistence. for those of you on the chat line that um, are wanting people to like your Facebook pages, I believe in that, and I know there's some contrary um, advice out there about. You know what's the point of having other vendors like your page? Well, it's it's like the seven whatever the, what is it the seven degrees to Kevin Space Kevin whatever I don't know. It, it it's kind of like basically what it means. You never know who your friends are going to be connected to or their friends that connect you to a gig for something or get you into something or create a a relationship for um, work type stuff. So I think it helps and so. If you're posting those up, this is a good place to do it. Also over at um, Ben's Cart's Facebook page and also at the dog park. Post them up, and and I promise you people will start liking them. And we need to be liking every everybody's because all that word spreads, and pretty soon you know somebody in Colorado, and you've you got a gig in Colorado, and you want to see if they can go by and look at it and look at the location or whatever, and now you have that link. And so it is good to network. That's, it's a brilliant idea. So, yeah, there you go. Seven degrees of separation to Kevin Bacon, I think it was, it was when I was growing up. Um, somebody posted that up and told me Anthony did. Um, thank you for doing that. Um, Thunderdogs, tell us, um, give us a, a parting parting words of advice. I know I'm putting you on the spot, and I don't need a, well, I, well, a, I do need a fishing tip, but I'd rather have a hot dog advice. There, there's a saying that I found to be true that uh, that applies to the hot dog business and that saying is if you build it they will come put a hot dog sign out all it has to say is hot dogs and then you can stand behind your cart and that's all you need to do they will come i found that to be true that's the comfort food thing that Stu was talking about it is true it's the only business that i've seen exaggerated in like this i love it it's right there next to ice cream in my opinion. Yeah. Well, I've done both. <laughs> <laughs> if I could have had a cooler for an ice cream, I would have been selling ice cream. I'm sure I would have sold a lot of it already. Hey, Rob, um, while we're on, um, you're still on, I hope. Um, give us a update on the lemonade edition you made. Rob? Wow, what can I say? Um, <laughs> that's one thing you ought to consider... Next year is lemonade. Uh, adding that on, uh, do they allow drinking yeah. on the beach like like alcohol or not? Yeah, they only allow three places: uh, bar, beach, and bedroom. That's the rule around here. Okay. You can have alcohol. Um, so, but uh, I started lemonade a few weeks ago, and I'm going to tell you, uh, I'm looking at doing a lot of different things with this lemonade. It's just crazy the kind of uh, money you make and. The appeal it has. Lemonade is kind of like hot dogs. There's a broad appeal, uh, even more so yeah. than like shaved ice or something like that. Um, you know, that, that's shaved ice is fine, but I personally wouldn't buy one. But 
you know, I'm able to buy one for my kid. But I lemonade, I buy one for me, my wife, and my kid. So it's got broad appeal and it's good profit margins. So I, are you doing the strawberry lemonade? Yes, I'm Delicious. doing both. Um, I'm actually doing just a plain lemonade, and then I'm doing a flavored lemonade. Now I took a different approach on the flavored because I'm not in a high volume account uh, or location. If I was a high location, I would do like a all natural strawberry puree. Uh, from either frozen or fresh strawberries. Right now, what I'm using is a um, uh, snow cone syrup uh, in about three flavors: strawberry, cherry, and something else. Strawberry, strawberry, cherry, and raspberry, blue raspberry. So it works uh, because it's more shelf stable, and I don't have to worry about throwing it out. But if I'm doing an event uh, like you were doing, and I was doing enough volume of it. Then, or I was doing it, say, at a local mall or whatever. So if I was doing higher volume, I would definitely go with the all-natural strawberry puree type. And you could, uh, and you could uh, do, Rob, you could do sugar-free lemonades if the need yes, required I, it. I offer a sugar-free. I offer Splenda uh, as an option with, uh, and you could do agave and all kinds of whatever the natural sweeteners are now that you want to use. But I use Splenda, and I do offer it, and I use a little Splenda logo on my, a uh, little write-up thing and uh, advertising so people know, hey, I can get it sugar-free. So, but, yeah, that's definitely a good add-on. Um, it's one thing you mentioned, um, uh, Stu, that makes a lot of sense. A lot of people um, on the blogs and stuff ask about, well, I'm trying to find a location. I can't find one, blah, blah, blah. And you mentioned earlier a few minutes ago about don't give up on people. You're going to get a lot of no's before you get a yes. Well, the good thing about events, if you've got the money, you normally don't get a no. Uh, unless right. they just run out of spaces. So that's a good thing. If you're having problems with a location, consider maybe in the start just trying to find a, uh, a few events to work uh, and see how it goes. At least get you some revenue coming in as you concentrate on the um, – and I don't care how small it is. It could be a small car show or whatever. It doesn't have to be a huge event like what Stu's doing. But still, you make a good point. Um, don't give up. Um, and the good thing about those events, you usually don't have a no unless, again, they run out of vendor spaces. That's right. That's what, in my opinion, you know, doing the events, you know, I can shop around. I can always prospect locations for events. I'm, I'm able to hear them all my life, so I pretty much know where all the good spots are during each event. So that's probably to my advantage of being a local. Uh, if you're in a your local any area, if you're real well known what goes on in the community, you have a good idea, and you know, the smallest thing you may not be thinking of that you, you can go do and make money at. Right. You're right. You're right. Hold on just a second. What are you waiting on? Get on the blog and earn some points for doing what you already do. And win big, like cool vendor stuff, and even a chance to win a brand new hot dog cart. Check it out at learnhotdogs.com. That's learnhotdogs.com. Folks, if you don't want to use the sugar-free, like Splenda stuff, if you go to the grocery store um, in the produce section, just buy the sugar-free lemons, um, and 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 that <laughs> they'll they're usually beside the two by four stretchers, yeah. and uh, and you can get going. Uh, we've got about a minute left in the show, um, and so. Um, I don't I don't know where else to go with it. I know we could talk all night, but um I'm gonna wrap it up. I am going fishing tonight and so 
um, no joke, I am going fishing tonight. And so, I want to go. Well, I'm, I may just be sitting in a boat drinking beer, but I'm going fishing tonight. <laughs> you must be going catfishing. There you go. That's what we're I doing. Know. I still want to come up to Tennessee and do some fishing, Ben, when the spring break's over. Anytime, brother. Anytime. I'd love to have you. Um, I thank everybody for joining in the show. Um, Thunderdogs, again, thank you. And and thank you for giving us this much time. I know I told you maybe 20 or 30 minutes, but I really appreciate you taking the time to do it. You start talking about hot dogs, you can't stop. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Y'all have a wonderful night, um, and I'll leave the um, the chat lines open for a little while if y'all have anything to talk to each other about, and y'all have a good night. I won't be able to respond on the chat because I can't. Um, thank, thank you, everybody. Thanks, Ben. Everybody have a good night. Thank you. Good night from Texas. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Ben. Bye-bye. You're listening to HDVR Hot Dog Vendor Radio. 